Broadcasting from the Unshackled Studios in Melbourne, this is Wilms Front, brought to you by the Unshackled.net. Now here's Tim Wilms. Hello everyone and welcome back to Wilms Front uh, for a featured interview show on this Thursday 24th of November 2022. Tonight we are broadcasting on the Wilms Front YouTube, DLive and Odyssey channels. It is 8.30pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where there is less than 48 hours left of voting in the state election with the polls closing and counting beginning at 6pm on Saturday at the 26th of November, the official election day, though there is record amounts of early voting. I just cast my early ballot this afternoon. The Unshackled will be live at that time when the polls close, so 6pm, for our election night live stream panel, uh, which will include myself, uh, Nick Patterson, Senior Editor of The Unshackled, Damien Ferry, and also Richard Wollstonecroft, the report from Tiger Mountain, and many more throughout the night, because we'll be uh, going until we get a substantial result, and we'll be analysing and commenting on the results as they come in. Now, as I've stated previously, Wilms Front is an occasional show now, but tonight's show is worth the wait as I've secured probably the most high profile interview of my time at the Unshackled with the Supreme Leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-un, who is also running in the Victorian state election against Dan Andrews in his seat of Mulgrave. He's promising to be a better dictator for Victoria. He's One of his key promises is to create a high-tech missile factory in Mulgrave, creating a thousand jobs. He created a missile test outside uh, Dan Andrews' office on the campaign trail uh, last weekend. Live from, live from Pyongyang Mulgrave, Kim Jong-un ready to launch his missile towards the weapon. Whoa! Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un, welcome to Wilms Front. Arigatou. Hello. Now, your main pitch in the uh, Victorian election campaign to the voters of Mulgrave in particular is that you'll be a better dictator than Dan Andrews. After all, if I'm, I'll use a pandemic cliche, you are the gold standard dictator. Yes. Although Xi Jinping is also a great dictator, I think I'm the most high profile and the most liked out of the, all the dictators. And your pitch is that why settle for a mediocre dictator in in Dan Andrews when you you can have uh, the most uh, revered slash feared a dictator in the world. Yes, that is correct. And also, I would like to say, it is time that the electorate had an Asian candidate with a big rocket to represent the area. So who better than me, the Supreme Leader? That's one of your election promises. We've got your press release here that you're going to be setting up a long-range high-tech missile factory in Mulgrave, 
creating 1,000 jobs uh, because... 1,000 high-paying jobs. And also that you're going to be, uh, there's, you've said you're going to redirect uh, no sponsorship for netball teams or, or any other uh, Western type events. It's going to be in, invest in local uh, Korean culture, bring it here. Yes, I have to say, you have, you Australians are too obsessed with sport. We need more funding for the arts because through the arts, then you can push your propaganda. Just look at South Korea and what they've done with their boy bands, BTS, Blackpink, Psy. They act, they've actually conquered the world with their music, their movies, and their Korean dramas. So I'm gonna make a Victorian version out of that. We'll employ local artists, and we will put money behind it and promote it so that we let everybody know where Melbourne is and where Victoria is on the world map. There are plenty of musicians, good, great artists in the area. And most importantly of all, you're going to, to bring back the COVID zero policy that uh, Dan was most famous for, uh, for 2020 and 2021. And particularly, uh, you're going to, to make sure that uh, your uh, your your friend Xi Jinping, all the uh, Chinese consulate staff and associate members of the CCP United Front organizations in Victoria must take a daily rectal uh, PCR uh, test, and because that was that was of course they 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 claimed that. I think it was at the beginning of 2021. Claimed to us in the West that uh, the the anal swab was the most effective. COVID testing method, but it never took off here in Australia. Yes, well, I have tried the rectal test and it was very enjoyable. So I'll make sure that only the Chinese consulate and their supporters, like the United Front and all the politicians that support them, only have the privilege can enjoy a rectal PCR test. The rest of the population, unfortunately, sorry, you just have to go around spreading your COVID as usual. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, Dan Andrews gave up COVID zero uh, at the the end of of twenty twenty one, which uh, leaves you and and Xi Jinping as the the only two leaders who are, are maintaining COVID zero by any means necessary. Uh, the you did have a massive outbreak in North Korea back in I think it was April, and in fact, you yourself got COVID, but uh, managed through, not through any thought of, sort of vaccines or other therapeutics, just managed to, through sheer uh, lockdown commitment, get back to, to COVID zero. It's simple. We have a very great solution for, for North Korea. If you get COVID, simple. Instead of getting the shot, we'll just shoot you. And so I assume you'd be reopening the Mickleholm COVID camp if you're elected? No, I'm just going to get everybody vaccinated whether they like it or not. So my policy is either you get the shot or you'll be shot. But you haven't vaccinated your, your own population. Uh, I'm not buying any of those American vaccines. We're developing our, our own. And since we have, sh since we have uh, executed everyone who has COVID, now we're COVID zero. 
Now, obviously, your your friend Gigi Ping is having a bit of difficulty getting back to, to COVID zero with Omicron and the the people of the People's Republic of China, they're, they're not too happy about the, the continuous lockdowns. They don't want to, as as Dan would say, stay stay the course I, and uh, get the get uh, get the numbers as as he said close to zero as as possible. Number one, let's do, let's stop calling this COVID and give it an honourable name. This should be called the Xi Jinping virus. It came because of the Chinese Communist Party, so they should have the honour of naming their leader as the virus. So it should be called the Xi Jinping virus from now on. And number two, the people of China shall do what they're told. No excuses. Uh, because wanting to be free, uh, wanting to have human rights, it's not only selfish, it's stupid. Exactly. You said it best. You said it best, comrade. Well, I'm just quite, I, I, I'm just uh, getting inspiration from the, the various things that, uh, that uh, it seemed like Dan was uh, communicating to us uh, during those, those lockdown years. Well, just let me just make this clear to the Victorian public. I'm not running on COVID or any of the lockdowns. I'm running because since Dan Andrews have let the Chinese Communist Party infiltrate Australia with the Belt and Road Initiative from China, as well as using Uyghur slave labor to build Victoria's trains, I figured out that hmm, maybe North Korea can infiltrate Victoria as well. So what better to have better infiltration than to have me run in your state parliament? I can get better. I can get better deals for the Australian infrastructure and our concentration camps and our slave labor are much better than that of China. They may have the quantity, but we do quality. Uh, you don't uh, believe Dan when he said he's got assurances from the the CCP that our trains are not being built with 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 slave labor. We're still getting our trains from from China, but apparently we've got some sort of commitment that uh, they're not being built with with sla slave labor. Do you believe him? Uh, he's an idiot because oh well, you know, in communist countries you didn't get paid. We feed you and we'll house you. And uh, by the way, just. Uh, you know, it's not a matter of uh, who's doing the work as long as the product is being made. We deliver on time and the quality assurance, I can, I can guarantee you, extremely high. If they, the workers don't do their jobs properly and make a good product, simply we'll just take it up the back and shoot you. So you can be sure quality is assured for any infrastructure project that North Korea or China does. But we can beat China on the price. Now, how are you balancing campaigning in Mulgrave and also being back in North Korea, uh, firing uh, your, your your latest uh, tests of? Uh, uh, I've got to get there. It's a it's a bit of a tongue twister here. Intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBM, which uh, have landed just short of. Uh, Japan, and also you've got a young family as well. So a lot, there's a lot on your, your plate at the moment. The guy that is in North Korea that you see in the pictures, that's my body double. So he's just going around taking pictures. 
I, the real Kim Jong, is here in Melbourne. I mean, who wants to live in North Korea? You can't even get a decent restaurant. Over here, I can get great Italian, great Vietnamese, and even great Afghanistan food. So I'm here, you know, trying to keep my physique up. As you know, you know, the fatter, the better. Is that why in North Korea you're not seen for 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 many months? There's always speculation that uh, you're ill, but you're just down here. Well, I'm traveling the world, but I have to say I really like Australia, especially Victoria, and that is why I'm planning to overtake the state. And now I saw on Friday that uh, after the, the the revelations of the the preference whisperer, how he was was trying to have a, a coordinate uh, through group voting tickets a crossbench in the upper house that Dan could work with. So the Victorian Freedom Party and the Liberal candidate for Mulgrave, Michael Pastrani, called for the elections to be. Uh, postponed. Of course, in in North Korea, they forever postponed uh, the elections. No, that is incorrect. Every five years, we have an election, and we've done it. We figured out the best way to have an election, and that is to have only one candidate on the ballot. This way, there's no argument, and if I get 99.9 percent .9 of the votes. So, and we don't have all these election posters like you do have here in Australia, because all those posters are very un environmentally unfriendly. We, we're talking about tons and tons of trash every after election that you have to toss out. So we've done away with all that, you know, to save the environment and just have one candidate and everyone is compulsory voting as well, uh, same as Australia. And I get 99.9% of the vote. What better system than, you know, that what, than what we have in North Korea? And that candidate should be me on the ballot. No one else should be on there, just me. I mean, you're having to compete in Mulgrave with uh, 13 other candidates. This is your had a vote card and you put Dan Andrews last is obviously that's, that's because you, you want to be the, the actual dictator. And so he's your, he's your main rival. So you've got to make sure he's dead last. Of course, of course. I mean, this is the Australian system. I don't like it, but this is what I have to work with. But once I'm in power, I'll change all that. Now, at the just past federal election, uh, you were backing uh, Gladys Liu uh, in her re-election campaign to be the, the Liberal member for Chisholm. Uh, you made a can campaign stop for her. Australia, thank you very much. Gladys Liu is the governor's candidate. Australia. I'm going to ask her. Excuse me, you are going to have to leave. This is the most offensive thing I've ever seen in a campaign. Excuse you need me. To, this is you don't tell business. the Supreme Leader what to do. I support Gladys Lee. She supports Xi Jinping. And now she's going to support the North Korean regime. So thank you very much all for coming, for supporting this great, great candidate for, for the area. Excuse me, who are you? What's your name? What's your name? Can we get a name? Supreme Leader Kim Jong. What's your actual name? It's Supreme Leader, but I'm known by my alias, Howard Hicks, okay? However, you can call me the leader. Thank you very much. I Thank you. Who are you, sir? Are you a union member? It's not good enough. I mean, who do you represent? Who are you? I represent the DPRK, the Democratic. Uh, sir, that's not good enough. Just tell us All right, it is good are. enough. Who are you? 
Who are you? I'm Stephen Evans. I'm a journalist. I'm asking you who okay, are Okay, tell me your family, where they live, and the routes to work. To and from work, okay? And we'll get you taken care of. Okay, I'll, t I'll tell you if you tell us who you are. Who I am? I'm Kim Jones. Come on, it's pretty no, you're obvious. Not. You're not. Oh, okay. You're, you're a I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt, I doubt that. Anyway, watch out. Thank you very much. There was around about a 10% swing in Schism. I know that she wanted to get pre-selection to run at the, the state election, but wasn't uh, uh, successful. So you've had one, uh, had one unsuccessful <coughs> campaign push. Obviously, you're running yourself this time. What have you, what, what lessons have you taken since then? Well, I've realised that the Chinese Communist Party have infiltrated all major parties in Australia. I'm extremely disappointed in Gladys not winning the seat. So I decided to come and run as myself. And let me say to the electorate of Margaret, if you fail to elect me as your leader, as your candidate for the area, I will launch a nuclear missile strike on the area. So you must vote for me or your, your election will be completely wiped off the map. That's that's that that's quite the the ultimatum ca campaign pitch. I mean, what is uh, Dan Andrews? His campaign is, uh, "Vote for me." Uh, the rest are all Nazis. Well, uh, let me tell Dan Andrews that uh, sorry, I'm not a Nazi. I'm a far left candidate. I'm the communist. Don't equate me with those Nazis, okay? And now, obviously, your friend, uh, Donald Trump, has uh, announced he is going to be running uh, for re-election uh, to, to, for a second term in 2024. This is, was this in your uh, meetup in uh, Hanoi? Because there was a bit of, I, rem uh, I remember there was a bit of a, a confusion. They let the the body, your body double, uh, meet Donald Trump and not you. Well, uh, the thing in Hanoi was a bit of a misunderstanding, but uh, you know we sorted our differences. Uh, I will be going back to Vietnam, maybe in the next year when things quieten down. Uh, but that picture was taken in Singapore, the very first uh, meeting that I had with uh, my good friend Donald Trump. And uh, we were just reading the book, uh, Fire and Fury, and I thought it was fantastic. And uh, you you didn't mind his nickname, Rocket Man? No, but just to state for the record, I have the bigger rockets. I know yeah, because uh, I've seen it. It's not, it's not very impressive. I remember when uh, you, he was uh, exchanging barbs with you on Twitter. He's back on Twitter now. He claimed that uh, he had a, a, a bigger button and a bigger uh, missile. That's just Americans. They like to boast about their, you know, their size. But we've got the actual uh, huge missile. As you did see a couple of days ago when I launched one. So who are you going to trust? Your eyes or Donald Trump's word? And now, another one of your nicknames is is Big Kim, uh, because well, uh, com compared to the the rest of the North Korean population, you are quite uh, big. And there's been reports from North Korea that uh, some of the, the the citizens they 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 eat bugs to supplement their 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 diet. So, 
obviously we have organizations such as the World Economic Forum wanting us to uh, adopt uh, some of that uh, cuisine as well. Well, uh, we have one of the greatest recipes for bugs and grass, uh, North Korean style. So we can introduce some of those reforms in your restaurants and get the, and get them on the menu. It's good protein and it's very environmentally friendly and all the vegans will love it. All the vegans are going to be eating this stuff and I think they will be very pleased that no mammals will be slaughtered. And uh, one of uh, Dan Andrews, his other main commitments is to, well, re-nationalize the uh, state's electricity supply, bringing back the State Electricity Commission. Uh, so obviously in North Korea, everything's owned by the state. Uh, so uh, Dan is obviously taking some, well, not just some inspiration from the North Korean economy, but also his uh, friend Xi Jinping. Uh, I'll just say, this is one of the policies where we do have agreements on. Of course, you're going to nationalize. You can't be exporting electricity overseas for profits. You're going to keep it here for the locals to use. And I believe that most Victorians uh, believe that also. Uh, now, uh, earlier this year, you did uh, show off your 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 softer side. Uh, you and and Vladimir uh, Putin uh, helped uh, Vladimir Zelensky escape from Ukraine. Yes, that is correct. Excuse me, just let me uh, get Howard X on the on the on the call. Hello, uh, this is Howard X. How are you doing? I'm good. You, you look similar to the guy that I was interviewing, uh, the Supreme Leader, Kim Jong-un. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I'm, the, uh, uh, I'm his double. So he's, he has many doubles. It's very confusing for most people. Well, is, is, is what, uh, uh, lots of people want to take uh, Kim out, so he's got to have all of these different doubles around the, the world to, to fool uh, the, the, ver the, the, the various snipers and other people? Yes, and I have to say, uh, I'm happy to take a bullet. Now, uh, as obviously your uh, real name is, is Howard X. Lee. That is how you're going to be uh, appearing on the ballot. And My real name is Howard Lee, but uh, I'm known as Howard X. So I put the X there in brackets just so that people can look me up online and see who I am. But on um, the ballot, it will be just be Lee Howard on the ballot. And so you've been doing this for nearly a, a decade now, impersonating uh, Kim Jong-on, and uh, you're also a, a musician as well. Yes, uh, actually, I started as a musician uh, doing the gigs around town in Melbourne. And, uh, and then I moved on to be a music producer for the group called Bossa Negra. Uh, I've uh, received a nomination for what's the equivalent of the, of, of the Chinese Grammy for the Golden Melody Awards uh, as a producer. I uh, didn't win, but got the nomination. And, but this career of mine has just taken off uh, as impersonating Kim Jong. So yes, uh, I've been running with it. And since then I've appeared uh, it's taken me all around the world. It's going to be laid, and I made money. So, what could be better than that? Uh, it's uh, using the the capitalist system, which uh, uh, Kim Jong Un hates, <laughs> to earn a living. 
Yes, you know, and the thing is that I'm learning, I'm learning the skills from the you know Chinese Communist Party. You can infiltrate this. You can use the freedoms in a democracy against them, and this is one of the weaknesses. So I thought, hmm, I can exploit this. And for the last nine years, I've done pretty well out out of it. And uh, meanwhile, raising a lot of human rights issues, um, you know, through a satirical way. And I think people are catching on. So I thought, hmm. You know, I since Dan Andrews is actually in my electorate that I've been living, I've been living here since the 1990s in this area, and since he's on the ballot, so I thought it's too good that I don't run. <laughs> you know, it's too good that you know, uh, if I didn't do this, I'll kick myself. I, I'll I'll regret this for not running. So I had to. I thought I had to do it. It's and especially he's such a bad candidate. Even people on the left, the unions, don't like him. Uh, as well as everyone else on on the right, so I thought it was just so stupid having Dan Andrews to run again, and I think he's gonna the, the Labour Party could lose power um, and either lose power or become a minority government just by having this one guy uh, who controls his party like a cult and like much like the dictator. So I thought mm, this is I have to parody this. This is too good. I mean, the I stand with with Dan people. They defend him no matter what. They 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 do have a cult like devotion. Like there is, well, the strange thing: these people are voluntarily part of this cult. They're not conscripted into it like the people of North Korea. Well, the thing is that uh, you know, once you have control of the media, and you only have at least the messaging. If you can control the messaging, at least with his, his own party, then you can control people within that party, and they're very outspoken. Uh, I mean, if this was in any other government, he would have been kicked out long ago. When Kevin, when the Labour Party discovered Kevin Rudd was, you know, was was a bit of a prick, and that they would not get elected, they replaced him with Julie Gillard. Um, and I think, um, you know. Don't wait for the voters out to vote you out. You should change the leader because they, before they start to become arrogant and uh, become a you know a huge prick. Oh, Gigi how corrupts everybody, and that's the thing. He was he's been he's been in the seat for twenty years. I was going to say Gigi Ping, who's who first came to to power as uh, the the Chinese president in twenty thirteen. He he. Well, obviously, China's not a democracy, but he didn't start off as a complete megalomaniac in in the vein of Mao Zedong. It's he consolidated his power over his his first couple of terms. Yes, he's uh, extremely smart and uh, slick, and a very slick. Uh, I'm to say sly politician, and he fooled everybody. They thought he was going to become. Uh, he was going to make China more democratic and open up. No, nope, but he's done exactly the opposite. And uh, we all have already paid a huge price for that. When the virus was first discovered uh, by the Chinese Communist Party in December 2019, uh, they tried to hide it and they tried to cover it up. When they couldn't cover it up, then they locked down the, the province of Wuhan. It was a really hard lockdown, and but at the same time, they were letting people get on planes and take this virus overseas and infect the whole world. The reason that we've gone this two years of, of turmoil 
it's because the Chinese Communist Party made it happen. They let it happen through the incompetence and just their, their sheer disregard for the rest of the world. So if you think the Chinese Communist Party is not going to affect your life, well, think again. The last two years of why you're wearing a mask is exactly this reason, which is why I'm running to make the point. I don't expect to win, but I'm running to make the point that these, uh, this, this dictatorship from China is a direct threat to Victorians and everybody worldwide. But since it's a Victorian election, we need to make sure that there's uh, there's no compromised candidates like Dan Andrews, who's in their pocket to be elected and control the state. Because if we let them do that, who knows what they're gonna do next time. They, they might just say, instead of buying a port, they'll just say, we'll take this port. Uh, the port of Darwin has already been sold in Chinese Communist Party. Uh, maybe they say, we want your iron ore and we need your wheat. You either give it to us or launch a missile or we'll invade the country 10 years or 20 years down the line. They're behaving exactly like uh, Imperial Japan was uh, at, the, at the beginning of the last century. So you got to, history is repeating itself. Uh, so I have to say Australians wake up because uh, this is going to be a huge problem. Him and Putin is going to affect everybody. And you're not actually Korean. Uh, you were born in... No, I'm a Chinese. I'm from Hong Kong. Uh, I speak Cantonese. So, uh, and one of, this is one of the things that uh, I think is a bonus that I'm running because uh, most politicians in the parliament are white. Every time they say something against the Chinese Communist Party, then they get accused of being a racist. Well, I'm Chinese. You can't, you can't use that with me. And I'm both Chinese and Australian. So... I think people didn't realize, you know, you can't use that shtick with me. I, I, I was in Hong Kong during the protest, 2019. I've seen firsthand what the Chinese Communist Party was able to do to Hong Kong and take, their freedom, take our freedoms away. And in fact, I had, uh, I was, I, I was enough of an annoyance that they decided to send 10 cops to my house and raid my apartment. Uh, but I managed to, to leave the country and I'm safe here in Australia. There are those, uh, they've been popping up those secret uh, CCP police stations in Western nations. Yes, and this is something you have to watch out. I mean, um, I, I, there was one, I don't know if they're still operating in Sydney, uh, but we should do everything within our power to keep uh, any of their organization that is connected to the Chinese dictatorship out of Australia. And that means that should also mean donations by, uh, by organizations linked to the CCP. Uh, the reason why I, I targeted uh, Gladys Liu was because she, uh, she took a million dollars for the Liberal Party from various Chinese organizations um, that is linked to the United Front and the United Front was linked to the uh, Chinese Communist Party. So, and in fact, uh, it has. She was unable to say that Xi Jinping was a when asked about it, right on TV. I believe that the the interview was done by Sky News uh, by Andrew Bolt. Yes, and um... she couldn't say that. She couldn't say that. It was amazing. Uh, so she she was definitely compromised, and that is why I I decided to you know I had to create good some sat, uh, some good satire. And, and remind people of it. And guess what? It worked. I don't know how much, how many people I influenced, but I was at least I played my part in making sure she was not in Parliament.
I played it on on my program because uh, uh, contrary to what that guy said about it being the most offensive thing he'd ever seen, it was the most hilarious moment of the the campaign. Well, he was a wanker, so and I think when he because he said that, and then he was so taken aback by by what I said in response, uh, uh, it just created the the, the, the situation uh, even made it more funny. Uh, and I was I actually didn't plan to go there. I worked out, I switched on the TV and I saw that they were just around the corner from where I was. So I, I instantly, you know, did my hair and just rushed out. I didn't even plan what to do. So, but, you know, I improvised and, and it worked. It worked in my favor. I actually saw, saw Skoma getting out of the building. I missed him by just by like 30 seconds. That's a, that. That's another skill that you you have as an impersonator is to when you're because because you've attended uh, public events, be be quick on your on your feet, improv. Yes, and 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 I actually would practice this uh, by busking on the streets. Um, and when you're busking on the streets, taking photos of people, uh, you know, which I get at like ten or twenty dollars for. Um, you know, you, you get to practice about the banter. I mean, st- comedians would do stand-up in the club, but for me, it's on the streets and interacting with people. So that keeps me on my feet. And I I actually haven't done that for the last two years because of of, 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 uh, of the pandemic, but I'm, I'm, I'm slowly getting back to it. So um, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, I've been, I, I had 90% of my income cut short because all my, film projects, all the commercials were just cancelled. And uh, so it's been a huge, it's been a huge effect on, on, on me, as well as every artist, actor, musician that you can think of. And that's why I, I put in the, I put in the, my, uh, into my, one of my policies that, you know, the arts, they, de- they definitely need a, uh, they definitely need a boost. And the $30 million Dan Andrews has, has, uh, has, has just came out with a couple of days ago it doesn't go nearly far enough. And I feel it's just like, he's doing this just be- because he's so close to the election. He needs to kiss the asses of, uh, of musicians, uh, you know, just before the election. And I think uh, it's kind of disingenuous. That's, uh, he's not giving us uh, respect by doing that. $30 million is nothing. Well, uh, he's trying to bribe everyone uh, for their, their votes in the, in the, in the last week. Yeah, I mean, if you want to have, you can't just give out money. I mean, the money will help, but uh, what Victoria should be concentrating on is actually investing in 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 creating a product that you can sell overseas. I mean, in the eighties, you had you had Paul Hogan, you got the Crocodile Dundee, you had uh, Midnight Oil, you had uh, Men at Work, that was you know making waves all overseas, and people came to Australia because they heard the songs uh, and they heard they saw the movies. That's why people visit. It's, it's this is called soft power, and the best country that actually has uh, 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 invested in the soft power is South Korea. All the boy bands that you see, every Korean drama movie, are all subsidized by the South Korean government because they know uh, by putting this out there, people will want to buy Korean products, uh, and people will want to go to their country and spend money. And it has brought in billions and billions of dollars. Uh, of, of, of income for the country because they did that. So I have to say all the politicians, they need to have a long, good long think about how they can promote Australia and the states in particular 
because uh, you know the state has a lot to offer. A Squid Game, one of the most popular Netflix shows of all time. Yes, exactly. I mean, people want all those. You know, it's Squid Game is it's 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 a very entertaining uh, TV show uh, about killing people, uh, but that you know makes people more interested in Korean culture and. Uh, you've got to use the soft power, and Australia has not invested enough in the soft power. Well, Australia definitely needs to communicate that it's open for business again because our global reputation was so damaged by the the COVID zero lockdowns of 2020, 2021 that people don't know that finally we're, we're fully open now to everyone, vaxxed or unvaxxed. And so, not surprisingly, people aren't coming back this year. Well, I have to say the problem with that was uh, the whole of Australia has been relying on so much uh, just on the Chinese tourists coming over. And now China's locked down and there will be locked down for probably at least another year or two. Uh, we have put all our eggs in one basket. We need to do promotion to the rest of the world and say, please also come here. Uh, this also extends to international students. Uh, I mean, uh, one, we should also be marketing Australian universities and higher education uh, to the continent of South America. We're actually quite close, it's not that far, it's maybe, you know, 10 hours uh, plane ride. Uh, the same as for China. So we, why are we putting all our eggs in one basket? Uh, it just doesn't make sense, you need to, promote Australia to the rest of the world so that we can balance out our, you know, our reliance on, 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 on China. Yes, that's, that's, that, that's been another, uh, alarming, uh, alarming development over the past, uh, past decade is that how reliant the universities have become and well, at least now they're being forced to wean themselves off uh, of, uh, the, 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 money that uh, they, they got from uh, Chinese students and also uh, for those Confucius centers that always popped up. Yes, and that is one thing that I put on my, on, on my press release that you should not have an operation of the, of, of the Confucius Institute. In our universities, it would be like having the Hitler Youth having, having one of the branches in Melbourne. That's crazy. Um, and uh, it's, it's just, completely insane to me that they're still here. They need to be kicked out. Um, and you got, we've got to make sure that none of that propaganda uh, uh, organization is within the borders of Australia. Well, it's been fantastic to, to chat with the, both the Supreme Leader and also you, uh, Howard Lee. Uh, good luck for Saturday. Also, everyone's will be focusing, uh, I think, a lot on the the seat of Mulgrave when the results uh, come in, uh, because well, it's not just Liberal Labor. There's well, there's obviously you. There's also uh, Ian uh, Cook running as an, an independent, and of course, if Dan loses Mulgrave, he can't be Premier, even if Labor wins the most seats in the 88 member House. Just let me pitch this to your to the voters of the electorate. Uh, I have no chance of getting into, into Parliament, but that is not why I'm running. I'm running as the protest candidate. I mean, if the election was close enough, that maybe if I can have an effect that I'll be the one costing him the seat, I think that would be a 
at the ultimate middle finger one can yeah. give to Dan Andrews. Exactly. Uh, so I will say to everyone, put me as number one, just to say fuck you to to Dan. Uh, I mean, what what's you can vote you can vote for the other people on the line, and it will, I'm sure my vote will go to them. But at least put the one just to say f you. And uh, if you want to donate to my campaign, go to supremeleader.me. Uh, I need money just to make posters. It's very expensive just making all the posters to put, put uh, to put up. You know, I need at least a couple of thousand. And if you're generous enough, um, it will cost about ten thousand dollars to rent a tank. So I can get the money before before uh, before Thursday. Uh, I can rent a tank and just and just roll up to Dan's office or the polling station with me on top as Kim Jong. I think. That will have be very very funny. Uh, the company that is doing it is called the Gippsland uh, the Gippsland Tank Company or something like that. They're in Victoria, so I already checked out that I can actually rent a tank, and uh, so I hope people can go to my website supremeleader.me and make a donation. I, I, I'm surprised that uh, that was available, that uh, domain name, because that's 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 a cool domain name, supremeleader.me. SupremeLeader.com was taken up already, uh, so I, I had to go with uh, .me. I was lucky. Well, thank you uh, for uh, being on Wilms Front, and yes, uh, like I said, all the best for the rest of the, the campaign, and I'm sure even after uh, you'll be out and about again in between uh, nations and, and North Korea as well. Yes, if you see me, say hi, and... Uh, and and yeah, we'll we'll take the photo. We'll, we'll and both of me, and we'll make this uh, kick that out. Hopefully, this is Wilms Front, brought to you by the Unshackled.net. And I'm back live. So in the final week of his campaign for Mulgrave, the Supreme Leader managed to get the endorsement of anti-CCP activist. Drew Pavlou, who made a stop by Dan's office. I'm here with my friend, the Supreme Leader, Kim Jong-un. I'm here to support him in his independent run against Dan Andrews, because Dan Andrews signed Belt and Road Agreements with the Chinese Communist Party. Dan Andrews knew that Chinese firm building Victorian trains were involved in Uyghur slave labour, and yet he did nothing to clean up the supply chains, using Victorian taxpayer funds to back an ongoing genocide. So, of course, I support Supreme key, supreme leader against Dan Andrews, and we're going to have one dictator. Why not have the full deal, Mr. Kim Jong Un himself? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now, on a more serious matter, Drew Pavlou was told by the Australian Federal Police uh, when he uh, was in Canberra. He, he travels quite regularly, Drew Pavlou, in his anti-CCP activism. Uh, Howard. Lee's he, he, uh, Kim Jong-un, his uh, elec election materials authorised by Drew Pavlou, who of course ran his Democracy Alliance at the, the federal election. So Drew was in Canberra and the Australian Federal Police at Parliament House said that uh, he was, they wanted him to leave because of his notorious activism and if he didn't leave he would be trespassing even though he was there to meet uh, senator james patterson and labor mp uh, peter khalil uh, who are on the parliamentary 
Joint Committee on Intelligence and, and Security, and the Australian Federal Police Officer said, oh, it's come from above. I thought that the Speaker of the, the House of Representatives, Milton Dick, had the, the final say about who was allowed in, in Parliament House. I mean, he's there to meet elected officials. The Australian Federal Police are not elected officials. Now, also in Mulgrave, uh, Kim Jong-un uh, also ran into uh, Barclay McGain, who is, of course, a former uh, staffer uh, for former uh, federal Queensland MP uh, for Bowman, Andrew Lemming. Uh, he is down here handing out for Liberal candidate for Mulgrave, Michael Pastrono. And so Kim Jong-un uh, told Barclay what he thought of him. You are a class enemy. Uh, now, on the latest polling for Mulgrave. Now, Howard Exley said that uh, he's uh, not a chance to, to unseat Dan, but the independent candidate who is certainly capable of, uh, capable of unseating Dan is Ian Cook, uh, formerly, well, uh, he uh, did run a successful business, I Cook Foods, until it was uh, shut down by Dan's chief health officer in 2019, when they were falsely accused of uh, killing a lady at Knox Private Hospital with one of their sandwiches. And then the one of the health inspectors from the city of Greater Dandong uh, found a slug uh, on their premises during a health inspection and ordered them to be Oh, well, a gay, the council gave advice to Brett Sutton uh, that uh, I Cook Food should be shut down. It looked like the slug was planted there because a, a slug expert said it was very, uh, they, they, they didn't believe that the slug got there on its own. So this is uh, based on latest exit poll uh, for the seat of Mulgrave. So Ian Cook, uh, 57 0.2%, Daniel Andrews, 42.8%, two-party preferred. Now, if that's replicated on election night, then that will be an incredible triumph for someone in Cook whose business was trampled, destroyed uh, by Dan's government to unseat him. And he's promised if he is elected uh, to parliament on a platform of integrity, accountability, transparency, the parliament uh, won't know what hit them. On the the broader broader polls, uh, so there was another Redbridge poll, uh, which is a firm uh, run by former uh, Labor, uh, one of Labor's former campaign uh, directors, Cos Samaras, who's married to a Labor MP, so he's uh, hardly hardly a uh, has a has a right wing slant. He's very objective, and so. The expected result is close to a hung parliament, and they also have a catastrophic scenario where the coalition wins. But the most likely uh, scenario is a is a hung parliament, which is well, Labor would have to rely on the support of the Greens, and that's actually going to be my prediction for uh, the election night. I, I think it will be a Labor Greens minority government. Greens will win seats off Labor in the inner cities thanks to Liberal preferences. It's clear that uh, the Liberals, by putting Labor last, they're hoping that if they don't 
win, then they can force Dan into minority government. And given that uh, the Gillard, the Julie Gillard Greens government of uh, the federal government of 2010 13 uh, fell apart and Tony Abbott won the 2013 election a landslide, they're hoping that uh, that uh, a accelerated decline of Victoria under a Labor Greens government, as if the decline of Victoria hasn't already been accelerated over the past four years, would uh, tip Victorians over the edge to vote them in a convincing win in uh, 2026. But there'd be four years of damage for Victoria in the meantime. But I think it's going to be an unpredictable night. Uh, as as I've uh, reminded you all, the Unshackled will be here 6pm Saturday 26. November when the polls close and the votes start uh, counting. So I hope you can join us tomorrow night. There is the second last Trad Tasman talk, uh, which is at 6 p.m. Melbourne time on the Unshackled YouTube channel with Dua DeBoer. We'll be catching up on the, the latest uh, from New Zealand, including uh, the proposal from the Ardern government on their, their hate speech laws, which it's uh, interesting what they're going to be protecting and what they're, they're not going to be uh, protecting. Uh, so <laughs> Tim's pink shirt is predictable. It's actually a red shirt, but it looks, looks pink here. So thank you everyone for watching and uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, my interview with both Kim Jong-un and his uh, alias Howard X. Lee and we'll see how he polls on Saturday. We'll certainly be watching Mulgrave. Good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Wilmsfront. Visit timwilms.com to view the archive of episodes and keep visiting theunshackled.net to view all our shows and to keep up with the latest real news and analysis.